Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's the PIAA 5A Boys Basketball State Playoffs. Featuring your Exeter Eagles taking on the Mechanicsburg Wildcats. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at PennStateHealth.org. Now to the broadcast booth. Here are your announcers. Dandy Darren Ziner and Sophia's husband, Ian Kelsey. Wow, you're you're moving up in the world. Uh, Sophie's husband, Ian, <laughs> on the call this evening. You must be very proud. I am very proud. She must be very proud. I don't know. I, I don't know who's prouder. <laughs> Friends, welcome. It's the Exeter Eagles Varsity Boys Basketball pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network brought to you by Jerry Gelliff Media. Today, the second round of the PIAA 5A tournament from Mannheim Township High School, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And it all gets started after these messages. This is the Exeter Sports Network. sports count on penn state health sports medicine to help you get back to doing what you love weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers they'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you same day and next day appointments available call penn state health sports medicine at 610-378-2255 that's 610-378-2255 Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Oli Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food, supplies, and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food, they also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products, plus chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks. Oli Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All this in unmatched customer service. That's Oli Valley Feed, 143 Cleaver Road in Oli. On the web at Oli Valley Feed. And on Facebook. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Hello, fans. Joined in the Exeter Sports Network booth, Sophie's husband, Ian. We may be making reference to that all night long. Jerry, you've created a monster. Well, you know, Ian is a monster, so we need to take him down a peg or two. <laughs> Listen, hey, if, I, if that, that might be an upgrade for me, Sophie's husband, so I, I don't know. I, I might take it as a compliment. <laughs> So Ian Kelsey on the mic, Jerry Gellif, our producer. I'm Darren Ziner. Ian, going back to the Fox Chapel game, give Exeter credit for holding their own. A few runs by the Foxes. Exeter able to match it. They got a scoring run at the end when they definitely needed it. They needed the most at the end, and that building was just so electric. 
that it was the roof was about to burst off in, in that game. So uh, Exeter has to continue this tonight. They need one more run, one more win to keep on moving on, and hopefully they come out sharp and ready to go. Exeter has a record 24-6 and six overall coach, Matt Ashcroft. The most wins at Exeter since a 30-3 record by the 73-74 team. We're talking about last Thursday at Riften. Exeter held on to a historic first-round PIAA home game win, 62-57 over the Fox Chapel Foxes. Ian, it was a game that they saw an 11-point lead dwindle over those final minutes to one. And, of course, include police security to make sure that the fracas on the court didn't go any further. Oh, yeah. But key plays late. They held their own. They come up with that W. Key plays late. They're, they're, and they, they're making their free throws that we, they've struggled with all season. Now, I'm like, they've been playing solid defense, but their free throw was a struggle. And now they're coming in at crunch time, and they're making those free throws. That's really important at, a, at crunch time. A 16-14 lead after one. Then at that point, Exeter, and of course, as, as always happens, my notes go blur on the old tablet, but we're back. Exeter pushed the lead to 33-26 at halftime on the strength of eight points from Zion Paschal. Kevin sends. Anthony had six, as did Alex and Ian. Exeter's balanced scoring. They've, they've been doing it since the middle of January. The balanced scoring keeps coming on, and they're going to actually need that on a night like tonight. They're definitely going to need it on a night like tonight. I'm like, they, when, when we looked up uh, at one point in the game, they had five guys in double figures in that game, which is going to be important for this game to continue the, the way they've been playing on selfish basketball, sharing the ball, not forcing the ball to Anthony, and finding open looks to get him the ball in the easier baskets. Using that strong defensive effort, they held Fox Chapel's leading scorer, Cam Grau, to eight points in the half. That was something where, as we saw in the second half, Ian, he came to play, had a lot of, uh, a lot of moves on the offensive end. Yeah. When you take a look at this Mechanicsburg team, they've got a couple players who ultimately can do the same. They absolutely have. Growl was, he was, I, I was really admiring the way that he played in that game. He is a really strong player getting to the paint. And if, if Exeter is one of their weaknesses, keeping those guards out of the paint. And I've never seen Zion struggle with a guard like the way he did in that game. Those players for the Wildcats that we're talking about, sophomore guard Chance Yanoski and another sophomore, Josh Smith, in their last win against North Hills, they combined for 30 points. Ian, they can hit it from the outside. They'll try to drive. They'll try to kick it back outside because Anthony's going to change some shots just because of the mountain that he is inside, but they've got the opportunity to light it up. Exeter will have to play him at the perimeter. They're definitely going to have to play them at the perimeter. And Zion, with guards that like to shoot and not penetrate, he has a lot better, easier job of controlling them on the outside. So hopefully that him, Sands, Reese, and, those, and, and the defense come ready to play tonight. We take a look back at the Fox Chapel game. Alex Kelsey, a team and career high 13, unfortunately got involved in that situation at the end of the last game, teed up with an ejection. He'll miss tonight's game. But Ian, Exeter has the team that players have been picking each other up all season long. 
and it's not something they didn't have Reese for a while. It's not something that they haven't seen before. They have absolutely seen this multiple times during the course of the season, whether it's Reese, whether it's Kevin, whether it's Alex. They have missed some time, and these guys they have all pulled back together and become the team and the unit that they are and find a way to win these games. Exeter, four players in double figures. Anthony Cachese paces them with 13. He's had 15 straight games in double figures. Absolutely incredible. Kevin Sens averages 11, as does Reese Garvin. Zion adds 10. Teddy, almost 8. And, of course, Alex at 5. Throw in Aiden Dauble, the freshman who doesn't play like a freshman, the veteran poise. And it could be any one of those players, Ian, tonight that leads this team. It could be any one of them. And we're hopefully we can get another five in double figures. If they have two guys in double figures and we have five, it will be an, an amazing feat for us. On the year, Exeter has hit 171 threes. The free throw average bumped up to 63%. It's looked really good in the last two or three games. So we certainly look for that to, again, improve tonight. Ian and I will have more pregame comments after these commercial messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Talking about Mechanicsburg Wildcats basketball, they're coached by Mike Gaffey. He's in his first year at the helm here. The previous eight, he was at Bishop McDevitt. They were the District 3 fourth place squad. They come in tonight's game 18-9 overall. They were 10-5 in league play. That was good enough for third place in the Mid-Penn Keystone League. And to Gaffey's credit, Ian, 10 and 14 a year ago, they started the year with no returning starters. So in order to turn it around in your first year, you've got to have something special. You have two young guards that can really play well. And they're, they like to shoot the ball. They like to shoot the three-pointers um, in Smith and Yosensky. Um, but if Exeter can keep on doing their job on these guards, tonight I think Exeter should be able to win this game. Josh Smith averages nearly 15 a game. Chance Yanoski averages over 14. Those are two sophomores. They'll play a third sophomore in the starting lineup. He's number 23 Justin Bardo. Senior Spencer Nolan sophomore uh, I've just mentioned Justin Bardo. Those guys solid on defense. They do play a good game. North Hills was averaging over 60. Held them to 52. So at that point Expect them to come out and play some hard defense. Zion is going to be, it's going to be critical as far as his drives. 
and expect Anthony to have a big game inside as well. We're going to expect Anthony and, and Zion to be doing that screener roll up top and try to get Zion either on the elbow or Anthony going to the paint on, on the jumper or, or driving to the paint. So we'll see if they can be aggressive on the offensive end tonight. Mechanicsburg, two things when you look at them on, on oh, film that stand out. Number one, the transition game. They do try to, they do a good job rebounding. They'll try to get it in the wing and push the ball up the floor. But the second thing they do very well is rebounding. Mm -hmm. Out rebounding North Hills with a six foot eight guy yeah. in the middle. They out rebounded him 31-19. So Exeter will have to be disciplined and they can't come out flat footed. They're gonna have to move. Yeah, Exeter cannot be on the, on the defensive glass struggling like they've been struggling the last game because these guys, they come out and they're aggressive. And like you said, they had a six foot eight guy. He might have had 22 points, but it came in in control and nobody else got off. So as the team this game, Exeter is going to have to be aggressive and be an attacking the rim and everything. Coach Ashcroft, an interview earlier in the week. This is what he had to say about the Wildcats. He said they're a good basketball team. They're disciplined, they're well coached, and they're not dissimilar to us in terms of balance. We have five guys that average between 7 and 13. They've got four or five that average 8 to 13 a game. So they're similar to us as far as balance and discipline. And, Ian, as you know, sometimes when you look in the mirror, it's not always the easiest thing to play against, but it certainly sounds like that's what he, Exeter has in front of them tonight. That's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to do their job on the defensive end, shutting those guards down, and on the offensive end, continue to share the ball, continue the rebound, and being aggressive going forward during the course of the game. Quick shout-out to MikeDragosports.com. If you haven't checked it out yet, what are you waiting for? The absolute best sports outlet for all your Burks. Basketball info, of course, now, but throughout the entire year. Check it out, MikeDragosports.com. Ian, we take a look at some keys to the game. The first thing that we'll talk about is fouls. Zion, as we know, against Fox Chapel, he picked up that first one fairly quickly, and then he backed off. He didn't want to pick up the yeah. second, obviously a third. That's going to be key tonight. He's got to play very disciplined on, on the defensive end and not pick enough fouls because with Kelsey out, and he's the main guard that's going to be carrying the ball up and, and put, get into the offense and the defensive end. He has to play smart. And, and Kevin Sands have to help him on the defensive end to, to keep everything under control. Looking at scoring averages for these two teams, Exeter averaging 20 points in the first quarter, Mechanicsburg 9. So if Exeter can get out of the gate quickly, Ian, it very well may bode well for them. Yeah, we're going to need a quick start. We, get, we, we cannot be out here sputtering. This is a good team, and if you give them any life, I'm like, they're going to take advantage of that. So you have to get out, start, start, quick start, and come out and be aggressive the rest of the, the game. We are getting ready for the starting five. The Mechanicsburg Wildcats will be the first to be announced. They'll start with the sophomore guard, number zero, Chance Yanoski. Another sophomore, number one, Josh Smith. Again, he's averaging 15 a game. Number two, senior Spencer Nolan. Number 23, another sophomore forward, Justin Bardo. 
And number 30, a senior forward, Seth Brubaker. Your Exeter Eagles will counter with the following starting five. You know them, number one, defensive and offensive specialist, number one, Zion Paschal. Number four, junior Kevin Sens. Number 14, three-point specialist, Teddy Snyder, Ian, he could play a big factor tonight. He's definitely gonna play a big factor tonight with, with Alex out. He's definitely gonna be an important part. He, if he has a good start, it's gonna be really important for them tonight. Number 15, Reese Garvin. And as he has been all season long, the big man in the middle, number 44, Anthony Cachese. And we will go silent for the playing of our national anthem. Full House in Mannheim Township, Lancaster, Pennsylvania this evening. Ian, it's gonna be electric in this gym. It's gonna be electric in this gym. I think uh, most of Exeter came out tonight. Even I, I saw my neighbor come out, I was like, wait a minute here, I'm like, you guys drove all the way out here to come watch him play? I was like, That's a, it's a really big game, so I'm excited for this game. Darren, we've got school board members here. I think I saw a member of the uh, supervisors here. I'm not sure. But we've got uh, all the dignitaries are here. It's a huge game for Exeter, so let's make this happen tonight. So the players are on the floor. Anthony Cachese will tip it off against Seth Brubaker. It's in the air. Brubaker able to control it, knocks it back to Josh Smith. He's got the dribble. The Wildcats right to left on your radio dial. Paschal picks up Smith. They rotate it outside, get it inside to Spencer Nolan, he's in the paint, but as he decides what he's gonna do, shuffles the feet. It's an early turnover for Mechanicsburg. Ian, that is something they're susceptible to. If they start turning the ball over like that and Exeter start getting an easy run out, that's gonna be a big problem for them tonight. Kevin Sens has the dribble, bring it to Zion Paschal mm -hmm. near side. Mm -hmm. They look for Anthony, they double him down low. Here's Reese Garvin getting it inside as Anthony tried to get it to 
Kevin Sens, it's knocked out of his hands. Mike Gaffey looking for the foul on Kevin Sens with a reach in, but it's not there. Josh Smith has the dribble. Zion Paschal picks him up. Brubaker sets a high screen. Take it back to Yanoski dribbling right to left. He'll give it up to Nolan. Nolan's got Teddy Snyder on him. He gives it up. He little give and go right there with Justin Bardo. They're still rotating it well beyond three. Bardo looking to drive on Reese uh, Gar Garvin. <laughs> Nothing there. Yeah, there you go, the uh, early tongue twister. Off the glass, it's long, no good. Zion Paschal has the dribble. Get it to Kevin Sens, right wing beyond three, puts it up, no good. Rebound, Yanoski gets it to Smith. He's got the dribble. We've played a minute 20, it's scoreless. It looked like they're trying to slow the, the offense down to keep Exeter off balance. Paschal all over Smith. He puts up a three left side, no good. Reese Garvin has the rebound down the dribble, crossing midcourt. Smith picks him up, give it to Sens. Zion Paschal looked inside for Cachese, not there. Here's a three from Reese Garvin from the left side, and he hits it. If he starts hitting those jumpers that's been flat, they might be in a little bit of trouble tonight in Mechanicsburg. Reese Garvin adds a huge compliment with that three. Josh Smith looking to drive on Paschal, dishes it to Bardo. He's trying to drive on Reese Garvin. Ultimately, not a whole lot there. He bodies him up. Great defense from Reese. With the rebound, hands it off to Zion Paschal, pushing it up the floor. Here's Kevin Sen's baseline left. He drives, goes hard, can't get it to fall, but they'll call the travel <laughs> on him before he gets there. I think they caught some of the ball while he was traveling, and while he was holding on to it, slid the feet. The Wildcats bring it in. Yanoski has the dribble. Kevin Sens picks him up full court. Brubaker tries to set a pick. Nice job, Reese Garvin with a hand in there. It's a turnover. He's got the dribble. Smith picks him up. Get it to Teddy Snyder. Rotate it left to Zion Paschal. Kevin Sens has it 10 feet beyond three. Now Zion has it on the left. He gets a pick up top. Puts up a three and he hits it. Nice pick up high from Anthony Cachese on the left side. Sweet stroke from Zion Paschal. It's 6-0 at the five-minute mark of the first quarter. If those three-pointers start going down tonight, Mechanicsburg's going to be in a holy for trouble. Here's Brubaker trying to drive on Cachese, and he blocks him. <laughs> Zion Paschal on the drive. It's a little loose ball now. Ultimately, the Wildcat gets it back. Yanoski has it. Step back three. No good. Cachese with the rebound gets it to Zion Paschal. He's got the dribble. Nolan picks him up. He breaks it, though. Hands it off to Kevin Sens, looking for the dribble on Bardo. Zion Paschal has it. Bring it top key beyond three, Reese Garvin. He's looking, looking. Kevin Sens has it. They get it inside to Cachese. Bounce it back out to Zion Paschal for a three. <laughs> No good. Cachese mm. battles for it, but they'll call him for over the top. It'll be his first and Mechanicsburg's ball. They just can't be getting three-point happy in this game. I'm like, they've got to start attacking the paint a little bit more, too. So just, just don't set it for the three-pointer. Mechanicsburg dropping that second defender in the paint on Anthony. Thus far, they haven't established him. 
Anthony's been kicking it outside. So Smith has the dribble. Zion Paschal picks him up. Bring it to Bardo near side. Mm. Tries to hand it back, but Paschal all mm. over him. Ultimately, they're going to call Paschal <laughs> for the foul. Bardo went up high, literally at midcourt, to set a pick for him. Paschal tried to fight through it. They're yeah, going to call him for the foul. That's a tough foul to pick up. Smith gets the ball on the inbound. We've played, looking here, four minutes and 15 seconds, and the Wildcats have yet to score. Yanoski in the offensive set. Get it to Smith beyond three, looking to drive on Paschal. Goes in off the glass and scores. That's Smith's first bucket. It's a 6-2 game, 3.30 to go here in the first. Zion Paschal has the dribble. Nolan picks him up. Get it to Kevin Sens on the left. He drives right to the hoop on the left side and scores. Nice decision there, Ian. No hesitation, right to the rack, and he scores. Now, if, if he's doing that and we're hitting the three-pointers, it's going to be a really good night tonight. It is a 30-second timeout on the floor. We'll keep it right here. So, obviously, Ian, something working early. Exeter's hit a few threes, like you said. They probably have to slow it down a little bit, establish Anthony down low, and at that point, let's see if we can't rack up some early fouls on their guys under the basket. Yeah, when they throw that ball down to Anthony, they have to be cutting into the paint and not just drifting out to the three-point line. Cut to the paint and try to have him come up, pass the ball over top, and get an easy layup. And even saying that, too, if you are going to get it into Anthony, have Anthony hold it a second. He doesn't have to take the yeah. dribble necessarily. Don't bring it down at your waist and let him slap it. Yeah. Keep that ball up high. They're not going to get it until they hack you. Yeah. And at that point, go strong to the hoop. So we'll see as far as what happens as this first half progresses. Yeah. It's, they're not going to knock that ball out of his hands because if he keep that ball high, his grip is so tight, they're not going to be able to knock that ball out. Bardo inbounds it to Smith. Paschal picks him up. Brubaker tries to set a high pick on the right side. Nice job, Paschal, getting by it. Smith and Brubaker, but there's Anthony Cachese to block Brubaker driving. Here's Exeter on the fast break. Teddy Snyder has it. A wing jumper right, and he hits it. Great shot from Teddy Snyder. Nothing but net. 10-2, and Ian, here's that quick start that we were hoping for. That's the, exactly what you're looking for, to get out of the gate running quickly. Everybody's making buckets. Here's Brubaker, hands it off to Smith. He's beyond three right side, Paschal on him. Bring it to Bardo, near side Brubaker beyond three. Cachese comes out to him. Yanoski trying to drive, takes a step back beyond free throw line. No good, but Nolan gets it. But there's a block from behind from Paschal. Little scramble, here's Smith in the lane with a floater and he hits it. He's got all four points. For the Wildcats, it's 10-4 with two minutes to go here in the first. He's just got to try to keep um, Smith out of the paint right now because he's not hitting his jumper, so we just got to keep him contained. Here's Kevin Sens putting mm, up a three. It rattles mm. around, no good. Smith with the rebound for the Wildcats. He's pushing the issue, but Paschal slows him down. Mm. Here mm. is a long mm. NBA three from Smith, and he hits it. There, that shows you what he's capable of. That's some serious range, so you got to be up on him closer than that. 10-7, one thirty to go here in the first. Exeter in the offensive set. Cross court to Paschal. He takes a 20-foot jumper left side. No good. Yanoski has the rebound. Paschal ties him up. 
And we'll see if they're calling a foul. No, they're not. It's going to be possession. And it'll be Exeter ball. Good hustle, yeah. Zion Paschal, to tie up Yanoski. He inbounds it to Sens. They hands it back off to Paschal. He's got the dribble on the left side. He's looking to do something against Nolan. Loses control, but gets it back. Sens comes baseline. They get it inside to Anthony Cachese, but they're going to call Cachese for the push-off. He didn't have to do that. Brubaker was fronting him pretty far, but Cachese pushes him. That's his second. No bucket. And the Wildcats have a chance to tie it with 1.05 to go here in the first. Bardo has it left side. He hits a cutting Yanoski. He loses it. They're going to call a foul. Hopefully this is on Paschal because if it's on Anthony, that's his third. That's, that's, two on, that's two on both of them. Yep, that's two on Paschal. Here's the one thing we didn't want to see, Ian, as far as having those early fouls rack up. Yeah. That, that's a big problem if you start getting the foul trouble. So the Wildcats try to bring it in, Bardo to Smith, but it's knocked out of bounds. Yeah, you, you don't play a deep bench already, so you having these guys in foul trouble is going to be a real big issue. Nolan trying to drive, dishes it back to Brubaker for a jumper beyond free throw line straight away. No good. Reese Garvin with the rebound. He's got the dribble looking up court. Hands it off to Kevin Sens. Inside to Anthony Cachese, who controls it on the left side off the glass and scores. See, he, just being a little bit more patient on, the, on those passes and getting that easy look there. Smith has the dribble. Kevin Sens picks him up now. Bring it to the right side. There's Nolan, nothing there. He brings it to Yanoski near side. Paschal pokes it away from him. He hands it off to Smith. Smith directing traffic, 15 seconds to go here in the first. Not moving with the ball yet, still well beyond three. Looks like they're going to try to put him one-on-one -on -one mm. against Kevin Sens. Nothing there, nothing there with the dribble. Get it to Brubaker. He takes a running floater in the lane, and he scores, and there's the buzzer. We have played eight minutes here in Lancaster. It's Exeter 12. Mechanicsburg 9. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Ian, we've played one. It's 12-9 Exeter, but Exeter a little rushed in the offensive set. They have to slow it down, establish Anthony in the middle. 
and th they've got to try that first, and then we'll see. If they want to double them down, find the open guy, but Exeter hasn't established that yet. Yeah, well, yeah they, exactly what they want to do is slow everything. The, Mechanicsburg is slowing everything down, and Exeter wants to get a little bit a little bit more tempo and get, get them running, but they're trying to double down in Anthony's lap, which is, gonna, is making it really hard. The Wildcats have the ball in the offensive set. They're passing it around beyond three. Bardo here trying to drive on Reese Garvin, out of control. Doesn't get it to go. Anthony Cachese hands it to Zion Paschal. Hands it back to Reese Garvin for a three on the left, and he drills it. His second three on the night. He's got six. 15-9 Exeter at the 7.20 mark of the second. Kevin Sens picks up Smith, hands it off to Bardo. He peels off a floater in the lane, no good. Brubaker gets the rebound out to Yanoski, but Paschal all over him. Not, and he tries to put up a shot, and there's Zion's hands knocking it away. He's got the dribble, a jumper, free throw. He hit the, he banked it. Ultimately, and now it's flying around a little bit. Nothing dumb. You already have two. Don't, don't get that slap foul for the third. So Smith has it now in the offensive set for the Wildcats. He gets a high pick from Brubaker. Smith drives, puts a shoulder down, and an eight-foot yeah. floater scores. Well, he knows how he wants to attack with a guy with two fouls. He wants to get to the paint and go at him, see if he's going to play defense. Smith has nine of the 11 Wildcat points. Here's a long three from Reese Garvin from straight away, and he drills it. One of those, he got it, put it up without thinking, hits his third three of the first half. It's an 18-11 Exeter lead. 6.15 to go in the second. Smith has the dribble, Sens picks him up. Now swing it back out to Brubaker, takes a few steps, gets it to Bardo for a three far right side, and he's able to get it home. That's his yeah. first bucket. Three points on the night, 18-14 Eagles. Sens has the dribble, Bardo picks him up. He gives it up to Zion Paschal, well beyond three deep left. He's got the dribble, left to right, hands it off to Sens. Sens directing traffic, Sens Reese Garvin left to right. Get it to Zion Paschal, nobody there, he drives to the lane, can't get it to fall, but Aiden Double Able to get the rebound, can't get it to fall, but he's fouled, he'll go to the line for two. As soon as he gets in the game, he does something well. That is pretty amazing. Love to see Aiden Dauble in the mix. He will go to the line for two. Hitting his free throws at 71% on the year. First one on its way and good. Impressive, he has got the Wildcat faithful student section behind the basket and he calmly sinks the first and the second. Doesn't even phase the young fella. That's pretty impressive. His first two, it's 2014, five and a half to go here in the second. Smith has the dribble on Sens, pulls up Jumper wing right, and he drills it. We, we, we've definitely got to get this kid under control. He's getting this to the paint way too easy. 11 of the 16, courtesy of Josh Smith. Exeter in the offensive set. Sends and Paschal playing catch. Here he's looking to drive as he tries to get it to Reese Garvin. It's knocked out of his hands, but Cachese is able to hit a cutting. Kevin Sends, once he got it back, 
the foul will be on Bardo. Good hustle. Kevin good. Sens will go to the line for two. That was great hustle by a big cheese. <laughs> nice job, Zion Paschal, to keep that ball alive. Anthony Cachese runs it down. Kevin Sens ran the lane. Ends up getting fouled, and he hits the first free throw. Second on the way and good. Exeter four of four from the line thus far. Sens has four, and it's a 22-16 Exeter lead, 4.55 to go in the second. Here's Smith looking to drive on Sens. They rotated around three. Bardo trying to drive on Reese Garvin. Nothing there. It's rebounded, Exeter. Fire it ahead to Reese Garvin. He drives in. It's blocked by Smith. But Garvin runs it down, tries to hit Paschal, but Bardo runs the lane. Here's Nolan, hands it off to Brubaker, who goes in with the right hand on the side and scores. His second bucket, four points. Kevin has to step over on that. Um, he, he made that guy slip right by him. Step over and play defense. Kevin Sens has the dribble. Bardo picks him up five feet beyond three. Get it to Zion Paschal on the left-hand side. He's got a pick up high. Nice give and go with Cachese. <laughs> He gets Smith up in the air. He can't get the layup to fall, but Smith will pick up the foul, and Anthony will go to the line for two. That's Smith's first. Look, this game is this game right now is close because Smith is absolutely having himself one heck of a game. Anthony's first on the way and good. A five-point Exeter lead, 4-10 to go. Anthony has one more. Coach Haskell is going to have to definitely figure out a way how to control um, number one right now. The second free throw is short. Smith has the dribble right to left. Kevin Sens picks him up at midcourt. And there's a full timeout called by Mechanicsburg. 4-0-1 to go here in the second. A 23-18 Eagles lead. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Holy Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Holy Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Holy Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Ian, coming out of the break, something that we have seen that Exeter can establish, they absolutely can establish Anthony down low. You talked about it. They just have to be a little more patient, but they're ultimately overplaying him. They can get it to him over the top. And at that point, as we saw right there, he'll start racking up the fouls. He's going to start racking up the fouls, and, but he's going to have to start making his free throws also. And he has to make those shots when they come available. Exeter will also have to keep Josh Smith around 40 feet from the bucket because he gets anywhere close and he can put it in. Yeah, he's, he, he, he's very good. I'm like, he has good range on him. 
Here's Smith driving in, dishes it off to Seth Brubaker, who puts it off and scores. He's getting the paint way too easy. I'm like, you, you, we've got to be able to stop him on the outside. Smith drew three into him there, which left Brubaker all alone. Exeter in the offensive set. Here's Kevin Sens putting up a jumper just inside of three on the left. No good. Smith has the rebound. It's a three-point Exeter lead. 3.25 to go here in the second. Brubaker has the dribble, bounces it back out to Smith. He sets it up. Kevin Sens picks him up. He's directing traffic right now. Picks up the dribble. Trying to get by Kevin Sens. He does. Drives the lane. Puts up a shot. No good. Dauble with the rebound. Kevin Sens has it now. Smith looking for the foul as he drove to the rack. Zion Paschal has it. He's directing traffic. Dribbles right. Gets it to Kevin Sens. A quick toss inside to Cachese. He goes right up with it, and Cachese's letting us know that he got hacked as he tried to put that one up. I'm actually surprised they call that foul because usually he never gets that foul call. I'm like, they're grabbing his arm, and, they, and, and he still doesn't get a foul call. The foul on Chance Yanoski, that's his first. And Anthony, a few dribbles, his first in the air, mm. and it's no good. Yeah. Yeah, he's just got to find a way just to settle his mind down and, and make these free throws right now. Struggling at the line, 44% on the year. Uh. Second one up, no good. Bardo has the rebound. Smith with the dribble for the Wildcats, right to left. 2.40 to go here in the second. It's a three-point Exeter lead. Here's a long three from Smith. No good, but Nolan gets the rebound. Gets it back from Bardo. Here's Bardo thinking about a long three. Now he puts it up and he hits it. That's his second three on the night. He's got six. We are all tied at 23, 2.15 to go here in the second. Zion Paschal has the dribble, gives it to Kevin Sens. He plays catch. They get Anthony Cachese all alone off the opposite side pick and he scores. Now we just have to play some defense and keep number, number one Smith out of the paint because he's causing a whole, has a whole lot of trouble inside there. Five points for Cachese. Here's Yanoski, a soft floater in the lane. He's able to get it to fall. His first bucket, he's got two. We're tied at 25. Zion Paschal has the dribble. Nolan picks him up, hands it off to Sens, and then Paschal gets it back. Here he's looking to drive, and as he goes in, Brubaker knocks it away. The Wildcats, that looked like a travel, but Kevin Sens gets it back. He's looking around to see who's got what. Goes all the way to the rack with a left hand and scores. Nice aggressive drive. Kevin Sens, he's got six. A two-point Exeter lead with 1.10 to go here in the second. Smith has the dribble. Sens picks him up. Looking for a high pick, nothing there. He tries to drive the lane, slides the foot. Yanoski loses it. It's off of Zion Paschal. He couldn't control it. The Wildcats get away with one there. Yeah, they got they got real lucky right now. So Exeter just got to... Let's see if Kevin can really can try to contain Smith right now. He's got the dribble. Get it to Yanoski, looking to drive on... Paschal, he puts a chest into him. Yanoski gets the lane, 
runs down his rebound, but as he's trying to save it, he gets it right to Kevin Sens. And there's Josh Smith to smack it away from him. He's running up. Get it to Yanoski. Slows down. Puts up a rainbow three. No good. Nolan able to get the rebound. Here's Smith driving the lane again. Gets it to fall on the foul. We're getting killed on the defensive glass right now. I'm like, I don't know how many offensive rebounds they have came up with. They give the foul to Reese Garvin. The free throw up and good. He's got 14 in the first half. The Wildcats a one point lead, 28-27. They dive literally near side. Zion Paschal went down pretty hard. Spencer Nolan knocked the ball out of bounds. It'll be Exeter ball. Reese Garvin brings it in. And now Kevin Sens pushed off against Bardo on the inbound. And it's a foul against Kevin. Ian, this is one of those they've got to regain their composure. Just have to slow it down. And they'll be all right. They, they, they definitely just, they're losing focus right now. Just you got to get that focus back on the game. Josh Smith has the dribble. Kevin Sens picks him up. They clear the right side for him. Send Brubaker to the right side for a high pick. Here's Smith driving. Tries to throw it back to Yanoski, but he's not there. It goes out of bounds. 5.7 seconds on the clock, so Exeter will have a chance to put up a shot. Coach Ashcroft directing traffic here. Brings Kevin Sens over. Nope, Aiden Dauble will bring it in far side. Waiting for the ball, Aiden's got it. Gets it to Kevin Sens. Clock running, he's got the drive, the dribble stops, puts up a three, banks it. Cachese gets the rebound and puts it home at the buzzer and it counts. He's getting to be our specialist with the putback at the buzzer. Kevin Sens' long three from straight away wasn't there. Anthony got it, quickly put it back up before the buzzer sounds and it allows Exeter to take a one point lead as we go to the break. Right on time, right on time. Now listen, Anthony's at the right place at the right time. Way to get me there and get this lead going to the halftime. Teams head to the locker rooms. We will take a break. We'll be back with the halftime show after these messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. She's 
Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of EXP Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole, on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Well, Ian, 29-28 Exeter at the half. <laughs> Anthony Cachese able to get that put back at the buzzer. But really, the story of the first half has been Exeter's inability to contain sophomore Josh Smith. He averages 15 a game. He puts up seven in the first, seven in the fourth, 14 at halftime. Exeter's got their work cut out for them. They have a handful with, with him right now. If, if they cannot get Zion back on him, because right now he's just having his way getting into the paint with, with Kevin guarding him, you need a guy that's going to be physical with him and, 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 and get a little bit handsy with him. Um, like he's being too free and just driving, scoring, passing, doing whatever heck he wants to do. And the, off- and, and the rebound... Re- offensive rebounds that we've been giving up this, the second period was just bad. We talked about that in the pregame show where Exeter has a penchant for getting flat feet, getting out rebounded. We talked about the Wildcats ultimately having that 31 19 rebounding edge against North Hills, who had a 6 8 kid in the middle. So you know they're going to move to the ball, and that's something where I haven't quite seen Exeter's intensity match yet. They haven't matched that intensity. All, all the rebounds are coming off long because they're taking jumpers, and we're not boxing out, and we're not being in the right position to get the rebound. So as of right now, we need to get into the right position, rebound, and play some defense. And we've certainly seen for Exeter on the offensive side, if they're a little more patient and they let Anthony set up, he'll get there. Now, of course, the one offensive foul he pushed off, he didn't have to. Mm-hmm. He already had position. But at that point, that is something that will work for them. They just have to slow it down and go to that in the second half. Absolutely, Darren. They, they definitely just have to just slow things down, see what's coming, get Zion involved in the offense a little bit more on that top of the, top of the key screen and roll and see if he can start hitting his jumper. And if he can't hit that jumper, Anthony's flashing down to the paint. He can pass it down to him so he can get an easy layup. 
for Exeter in that first half. They were led Reese Garvin three threes in the half. He leads them with nine. Anthony Cachese on the strength of three of those inside plays and a free throw, he's got seven. Kevin Sens six. And talking about Kevin Sens, doing a nice job. Now it wasn't consistent, but doing a nice job when he had the ball of driving to the rack, picking up a few fouls. Picking up a few fouls, but he's being aggressive. And every time you're aggressive like that, you're going to get to the rim, and you're either going to make your, your, your shot or you're going to get a foul. So I'm like, he has to continue to do that on the offensive side. The Wildcats back out on the floor taking some shots. Exeter walking out on the floor. You can hear the fans being vocal for them. Looking yeah. over at Mr. Jerry, figuring that we could go to commercial, and he gives me the sign that indeed we are. So we're inside of three minutes till we get started here with the third, and we will take a quick break. It's the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gallif Media. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Ian Exeter did a great job holding Chance Yanoski. Oh. He's averaging mm -hmm. 14. They held him to a single bucket. Maybe this will help. We'll see. But something where, of course, they are able to hold him, so they're probably going to have to find a way to double Smith to keep him from driving the lane. Look here, Yasansky has one bucket this game. I'm like, and he has averaged close to four, over 14 points a game. I'm like, Mr. Smith right here, this, this guy's a big problem. You've got to figure a way how to control him and get him under control. Right now, he has 13 points, and he's, he's, he's the one that's carrying his team. He's keeping them in the game. But someone has to step up on defense and want to make a stop and, play, and decide they're going to play him hard. The only other scoring from the Wildcats, six points apiece from Justin Bardo and Seth Brubaker. Mm -hmm. And we mentioned Chance, Yanoski hitting a two for Exeter. We mentioned Reese with nine, Anthony with seven, Kevin six, and Zion has a three. And Teddy Snyder and Aiden Dauble have added two. Yeah, we, we, our, our balanced offense has to get better. So we, we, we're definitely going to have to get Zion more involved. Sands going to keep on going. Teddy has to get going. Right now we have Muhlenberg Mules are down 68 to 32. That's a final. Oh, that's a final. That is a final. They lost to Imitap. You know what? I'm so not used to seeing Muhlenberg as far as pave 
basketball. <laughs> no, it's Mules basketball. <laughs> you know, hey, what's that? <laughs> All right, so eight minutes on the clock. Reese Garvin brings it in to Zion Paschal. Spencer on him. Exeter gets it inside to Anthony right away. He looks to move, bounce it out to Teddy Snyder, puts up a three, but Josh Smith is able to block it, and he's got the dribble. The kid is very athletic too, man. He's not, he just have a one-dimensional in his game. He's tough. Here's a drive right by Zion Paschal, and guess who? Josh Smith, a hesitation dribble and he gives the Wildcats a one-point lead at 30-29. If we don't figure him out real soon, we're going to be in a lot, whole heap of trouble tonight. Kevin Sens gets it to Reese Garvin for a three straight away. No good. Josh Smith with the rebound. He's doing everything for Mechanicsburg tonight. Sets up the offense. They bunch him in the middle. Here's Smith. He hands it off to Bardo beyond three. Get it back to Smith, looking for a pickup high, far right side. Paschal on him. Here's Smith driving lane, get it to Bardo. There's a head fake, he drives baseline, can't get the shot to fall. Cachese hands it to Zion. He forces the issue to Reese Garvin, who tries to drive but slips. Get it to a cutting Zion Paschal. He tried to give a quick flip to Anthony Cachese, but a Wildcats hand throws the lane, and it's off of them. So Zion Paschal brings it into Kevin Sens. He's got the dribble left to right beyond three. Here's a long three from Reese Garvin, no good. Ian, that's one of those they can't be dependent on just firing up that three right away. We can't just run the offense and try to get a better look. If that three-point is available, that's fine, but don't force it. The Wildcats, here's Yanoski putting up a long three, no good. They battle for it. Ultimately, it's off of Zion Paschal. He battled with Smith for it. We, they have to do a better job on the defensive glass. They have to rebound the ball a lot better than that. The Find wild, a man and seal him. The Wildcats will bring it into the right under their own bucket. Bardo gets it to Smith. Smith tries to drive around Paschal. They call Paschal with the foul. And Zion is saying how they're allowing Smith to work off with the arm as far as pushing off. So it's Zion's third. The Wildcats bring it in. Brubaker has it. Cachese picks him up. Hand it off to Spencer. He plays catch with Brubaker. Back it back out to Spencer. He brings the dribble all the way out. Get it to Yanoski. They've switched off. Ultimately, Zion on him. They put up a shot, no good. There's Reese Garvin with the rebound. He'll push the dribble right to left. Get it ahead to Teddy Snyder, who spots up for a three, no good. But there's Kevin Sens on the opposite side to get the rebound while he's in the air and put it back up and score. He's got eight, and it's a one-point Exeter lead, five and a half to go here in the third. Smith gives it up to Brubaker on the right side. Looks for a cutting Yanoski, and there's Zion Paschal to steal it. He's got the dribble. He stops, gets it to Reese Garvin beyond three right side. Get it inside to Anthony Cachese. He can't put the first one down. Tries to get the rebound, but Josh Smith is there for the Wildcats. <clears throat> Crossing midcourt left to right. 
setting up the offense. Here's a long three from Smith. No good. Teddy Snyder runs it down. He's got the dribble. Brings it over midcourt. Goes the other way. Sends gets it back to Zion, and Zion sets it up. Come up. Nolan slapping at the ball a little. Gets a high pick. Here's a jumper. A tough shot from Zion Paschal just outside the free throw line, and he hits it. That's the play that they need to do. Bring Anthony up and get to that daggone foul line and, and use that play. Five points for Zion Paschal and a Mechanicsburg timeout. 4.22 to go here in the third. It's Exeter 33, Mechanicsburg 30. We'll be back with more third quarter action. It's the Exeter Sports Network. or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of EXP Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. We've played almost three and a half minutes of the third. Exeter has outscored Mechanicsburg 4-2. to two. Now they, now they need a defense to stop right here and get the ball back and get a good offensive possession again. Pardo gets it into Smith. He's got the dribble. Kevin Sens now picks him up. Runs through a high pick. Sens will get it to Nolan. And ultimately, Nolan loses his footing and travels. He, Nolan is going to say, or at least he thought, that he might have tripped over somebody, but a travel nonetheless. Zion Paschal ultimately has it, crossing midcourt. Get it to Reese Garvin beyond three left side. Kevin Sens breaks free. Here's a backdoor pass to Reese Garvin all alone, and he scores. Great pass from Kevin Sens on the right side. Great, great look down below, and that was a great play out of the timeout by Coach Ashcroft. 11 points for Reese. Here's Smith trying to drive on Kevin Sens. Looked like he slid the feet. No foul call, or no travel called. Bardo thinks about a three. Reese Garvin comes out on him. He's got the dribble, a pickup high. He tries to drive the lane, lowers the shoulder. Nothing there. Here's Brubaker trying to drive, but kicks it back out. Then they try to get a quick pass to Brubaker. It's off his hands, and Sands has it. Gets it to Paschal, puts up a three, and he hits it. A huge three from Zion Paschal. He's got eight. And that's the lead that Exeter has, 3.05 to go here Come, in the third. Coming out of halftime, and he get, he's getting involved now. Yanoski <laughs> tries to drive, and Paschal blocks it, and then runs down the loose ball. Here, <laughs> now a little sloppy. Zion tried <laughs> to go half court. Here's, <laughs> here are the Jesus. Wildcats on the fast break, and that's more a frustration foul on Paschal. Yanoski can't get it to fall, but he'll go to the line for two. That's a situation where 
Zion has to slow it down. He's throwing half-court pass there. Those are the ones you can't expect to always hit. Look, after you made a great defensive play, you didn't have to do that at all. Just run another play and get a good possession on that. Yanoski hits the first free throw. He'll have one more. That was Zion's fourth foul. Yanoski hits the second. He's got four points on the night. That is huge. That's, number four is huge in this part of the game. 2.40 to go in the third. Reese Garvin has it. Get it to the right side to Paschal. Here's Teddy Snyder putting up a three near side. No good. They battle for it. Huh? And they're going to call Anthony Cachese for the foul. And that is going to be his third. I will say Mechanicsburg coach and Ashcroft. Ashcroft incredulous to the call. He went straight up for the rebound, and you call. So Smith in the offensive set. They go into the Harlem Globetrotter weave beyond three. Here's Bardo trying to drive, hands it off to Yanoski. Nothing there. Puts up a floater in the lane. No good. Reese Garvin has the rebound and the dribble, and he slows it down. Looking ahead. Kevin Sens has it. Get it inside to Cachese off the glass on the right side, and he scores. Great pass by Kevin. Way to finish that. Nine points for Anthony Cachese. It's a 40-32 Exeter lead. Smith has the dribble, sends on him. Gets it to Bardo. Grease Garvin knocks it away. Ultimately comes up with the ball. It's a really quick whistle. Reese Garvin pops out of there in a hurry. That was about a, as quick of a whistle as I'm going to see. But the possession goes to the Wildcats. That was, that was those long arms by Reese. Just getting in, the, in, in that zone. They bring it into Smith. He's got the dribble, 10 feet well beyond three left side. Get it to Bardo looking for a give and go. Here is a three from Spencer Nolan. No good. Teddy Snyder gets the bounce. Hands it to Zion Paschal. He's got the dribble right to left. Get it to Teddy Snyder near side. Back it out to Zion. Reese has it right side. Bring it around to Teddy. And he hits the 20-foot jumper baseline right. Great job coming off the down screen all alone. He's got four, and it's a 10-point Exeter lead. The Wildcats in the offensive set, they have it back to Smith. Here's Yanoski. It looks like they're trying to get Yanoski involved. He puts up a jumper outside of the free throw line and hits it. He's got six. 42-34, 40 seconds to go here in the third. And Exeter calls timeout. So, Ian, a spirited third quarter if you're Exeter. The defense has come to play. Smith only with two and an eight-point lead. Eight-point lead, and Zion has come out of halftime, and it's like it's not time for me to go home yet. So these, these seniors are coming to play tonight. We'll be back with more third-quarter action. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. 
Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We are back. Mannheim Township High School, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. The second round of the PIAA playoffs. Exeter has gone on a run, an eight-point lead, 42-34, 40 seconds to go. Exeter will have the ball. Reese Garvin from far side midcourt gets it to Kevin Sens. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to hold on to it here for a last possession. Sens gets it to Reese Garvin, bring it back to the middle to Zion Paschal. Near side, Teddy Snyder, still well beyond three. Rotating ball to the right, Reese Garvin has it now. Teddy Snyder bounces out. Still looking to hold on to it until Zion Paschal has the dribble. Bring it to Teddy Snyder for a three, near side! He hits it and he's fouled! Let's go, son! That is a shot with Josh Smith's hand in the face. He drills it and he'll go to the line for a four-point play. Let's go, Teddy. Way to come through, son. That is electric. You can hear the blue crew in awe of the shot. Aiden yeah. Dauble's gonna come in just to keep Zion Paschal from picking up a foul. But what a shot, Teddy Snyder. And here's the free throw. It's on its way, it's strong, but Reese Garvin with the rebound, the put back and he scores. 13, a long heave at the buzzer, no good. And Exeter, a 47-34 lead after three. And we will see if they can close it out in the fourth. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Oli Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food, supplies, and so much more. Featuring all of the prime brands and your pet's favorite food, they also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products, plus chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks. Oli Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All this in unmatched customer service. That's Oli Valley Feed, 143 Cleaver Road in Oli. On the web at olivalleyfeed.com. And on Facebook. It's the Exeter Sports Network. That's exactly how you come out in a third quarter and start taking the game over. How many points did we have in that quarter? What was that, Jerry? How many points did we have in that quarter? All Nin right. 19. So they outscore 18 to 6. In that third quarter, 
Ultimately, the 13-point lead. Exeter in the offensive set. Zion Paschal has the dribble left to right. Does a stutter, mm -hmm. tries to get it inside to Cachese, but Smith pokes it away from him. Come on. He's Don't. got the dribble. See, we just can't force that pass. I'm like, you just dribble back out and reset. Here's Smith driving mm. to the lane, comes up short, looking for the foul. It's not there. Kevin sends with the dribble. They'll set it up. Reese Garvin has it beyond three far right side. Looks inside. Cachese give and go with Reese Garvin. Ultimately, Seth Brubaker gives him a body check as Reese tried to go around him on the baseline. So it'll be his second. Exeter will bring it into the right side under their own basket. Now Exeter's just putting their will on them because they came out in that third, and now they're trying to make them bend all the way through. Here's Reese Garvin all alone. Paschal gets it back from Reese, and he puts it off the glass and scores. Ten points for Zion Paschal. It's a 15-point Exeter lead. Here's Chase Yanoski trying to drive the lane. Nothing there. Bounce it out to... Actually, Yanoski ran it a loose ball down. Puts up a soft jumper just inside the free throw line and hits it. He's got eight on the night, and there's a timeout on the court. Checking to see what it is, and it looks like it is a full timeout. 6.49 to go here in the fourth, 49.36 Exeter. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Ian, I'll tell you what. Not to say that there are going to be many daggers in the third, but when Teddy put that three up and got fouled, I know he missed the free throw, but then bring it inside. There's the nice passing between Reese and Zion. Put it up against a five-point play, and Exeter's rolling. They're, they're rolling. I'm, okay, that shot by Teddy it reminds me of the Wilson game winner that he made a couple of years back. So we've seen him do this before, but the way that they came out this, this half is absolutely amazing. Exeter breaks the full court press. They get it inside to Anthony Cachese all alone. Off the glass and scores. He's in double figures with 11. Zion has 10. Kevin, 8. And Teddy, 7. Anthony, actually, the 11. Ball's on the floor. Reese Garvin scrambling for it. It's a tie-up, and Exeter will have it on the possession. That is not a jump ball. The other, the, Mechanicsburg did not have a, a man there to would handle the ball. I stand corrected. They're actually the Wildcats had possession. Bardo brings it into Yanoski. Get it over to Spencer for a long three. No good. Brubaker comes in to bang with Reese Garvin. It goes off of Garvin. It'll be Wildcats ball. Garvin and Bardo, or Garvin jawing with the 
<laughs> Wildcat faithful. They get it back to Bardo. He puts up a three, and he hits it deep left corner. Give him credit there. The big guy, Anthony Cajese, put a paw on his face. Bardo has nine. And there's a timeout on the floor. It's a 30-second. We'll keep it right here. So 51-39, Ian. And this is where we've seen Exeter go in some spurts where they lose their composure a little bit. They just have to take it back a little bit, set their offense up the way that they do, and obviously if, if Anthony's open inside, go that route. But here's where you can start having those fouls pile up because you know Mechanicsburg is going to start getting desperate. They're going to start getting desperate, and they're going to start pressing you. So what Exeter cannot do is start turning the ball over like they have done in previous games, especially in the fourth quarter. They've got to be able to close out being with their strong senior leadership and those juniors on the court right now. If they do that, they're going to be able to win this game. A good time out there from Coach Ashcroft, just as we were talking about. Settle down the team. Go through your offensive set. I'm just surprised Bardo hasn't, Bardo hasn't taken more three-pointers tonight. <laughs> Exeter has it in the offensive set. Here's Zion Paschal back it out to Reese Garvin for a three, and he drills it deep right side. Reese Garvin's four-three on the night. He's got 16. Here's a long three. No good. Kevin sends the with the rebound. Sens has the dribble. He gets by midcourt right to left. Get it inside to Cachese. Free throw line back out to Reese, who's apparently mm. feeling it, mm. but no good. <laughs> Josh Smith gets the rebound, dribbling it up court on the right. I will say there are times he will embellish the call. He'll get a touch and throw his head back as if somebody just body checked him yeah. uh, into the boards. That's exactly what he just did, and, just, and, 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 he, and he got a foul called on that. So Reese is second. A long in to Josh Smith that goes over his head. He had to run it down. So he's finally crossing midcourt left to right. Yanoski, a pick off the left side, not there. Give it to Bardo. Reese Garvin on him. Here's a long three from Spencer Nolan. No good, but Brubaker gets the rebound. And Reese Garvin, as he's slapping... Trying to get the ball is going to be called for the foul. That's his third. I mean, we don't get in that position if we just seal our man and box our man, find a man and box him out. But we're not doing that right now. 54-39, 4.55 to go. Here's a three near side from Bardo, and he drills his fourth of the game. He's got 12. 54-42, a 12-point Exeter lead. Sends, breaks the press, gets it to Reese Garvin, hands it off to Zion Paschal. I'm surprised they're not calling fouls on Spencer Nolan. He slaps a lot. Here's a three near side, Reese Garvin, his fifth on the night, 19 points, and it pushes the lead back to 15. He's on fire. Let's go. Josh Smith has the dribble, trying to do something on Bangs a shoulder Jeez. into Kevin Sens. Ultimately, Reese Garvin slides over, takes the foul. That's going to be his fourth. Yeah, that, that just, that's his fourth in a real short period of time. Smith will go to the line for two. His first free throw up bounces around and good. 
Smith will have one more. 4.15 to go here in the fourth. A few dribbles. It's on the way and no good. Ultimately, Cachese comes down with it, gets it into the hands of Zion Paschal. He's got the dribble. Sends Aiden Dauble in the game now, basically playing keep away. Here's a steal by Spencer, gets it to Smith, who takes it the length of the floor and scores. A bad giveaway right there. We can't be turning the ball over and making them having free runouts. You know they're going to press. Exeter breaks the press. What an up and under from Anthony Cachese to get it to fall. And Brubaker with the foul. Anthony will go to the line for once. That was a fantastic look ahead. That was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar-esque. Nice job. Anthony got Brubaker off his feet, went underneath the basket with that long right arm, kissed it off the glass with the spin and scores. Here's the free throw. It's on the way, it's no good. Smith runs it down. 59-45, 3.35 to go. Here's a give and go for Brubaker with the left hand off the glass, he scores, and Mechanicsburg will call timeout. Brubaker's eighth point on the night. It's a 30-second timeout, so Ian, 333, a 12-point Exeter lead. I'll still say they need to slow it down a little bit, even right now with Mechanicsburg pressing. They're, they're making some longer throws. They still have to keep that composure, see the pass, and get it there. It's plenty of time in this game. It's only a 12-point game. And the way that they shoot the three-pointers, if we're making mistakes and turn the ball over, that's going to be a big problem at the end of this game. So Exeter has to be tight with the ball. Like you said, slow the game down a little bit, see the court, and get a good layup. Zion, four fouls, so obviously he's got to be careful. Taking a look at the foul situation, Exeter, six-team fouls at this stage. Mechanicsburg, three-team fouls. So the Wildcats not in any jeopardy of getting to the bonus. Exeter, of course, will on the next foul. Yeah, well, Reese also has four, too. But this is a big, big deal. Exeter inbounds it. Aiden Dauble descends. Dauble gets it back. Get it to Reese Garvin in the middle. He holds onto it. Get it to Aiden Dauble, far right side beyond three. He gives it up to Zion Paschal. Dauble has it. Get it to Reese Garvin. He drives baseline. Nice mm. double pump off the glass. And Garvin scores. 21 on the night for Reese Garvin. It's a 61-47 Exeter lead. Smith trying to drive on Sens. He loses the ball. Garvin has it. Plays catch. They fire it up ahead to Sens. Mm. It's a three on one. Sends a nice job driving. Got the ball around to Cachese for the easy two, but they call the foul on Kevin. Well, not on Kevin. Kevin will take the foul. That was a pretty wraparound pass. That was a real pretty wraparound. They give the foul to Spencer Noller. Nolan, that's his second. Exeter bringing it in. Zion Paschal has it. He's looking. Gets it in deep to Aiden Dauble. Bring it to Kevin Sends. He plays catch with Aiden. Get it to Reese Garvin in the middle. A nice quick touch pass from Reese Garvin to Anthony Cachese. While he's trying to corral it, he gets fouled. Number 55, Gabe Pinsker in the game now for Mechanicsburg, trying to guard Anthony. 
That might just be to give a few. Here's an inbound pass to Reese Garvin. He can't get it, but Anthony Cachese cleans up the glass, puts it back in. 13, 15 on the night for Anthony. 63-47. Exeter. Here's Smith putting up a deep three. No good. Cachese has it, got hacked. Here's a pass ahead to Kevin Sens all alone off the glass. He scores. 10 for Kevin Sens. It is an 18-point Exeter lead. 2.05 to go. Here's Smith driving, throws up a wild shot. No call. Reese Garvin has it. He gets fouled by Pinsker. They're not in the bonus yet. That's the sixth team foul against Mechanicsburg. That's another double-double by Anthony. This kid is really balling out the last four, well, the last month. I mean, once playoffs started, he's been playing really great basketball. They inbound it to Kevin Sens. He's fouled. That's going to be the team's seventh. And Sens will go to the one-on-one -on -one bonus. Gentlemen, 18-point lead. How do you feel about going somewhere out west for the next game? <laughs> well, I'm taking a ride anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter where we go at this point. I'm going to keep winning. That's all that matters right now. Let's keep going. Kevin's first up and good. Kevin three for three from the line this evening. Yeah, they really came out with a lot of energy in, that, in the second half. Yeah, I'm, I'm really impressed the way they came out. Sends his second, bounces away, no good. Great rebound by Anthony. They battle for it. Anthony gets the rebound. They're going to call Pinsker for the foul. Now, he's probably been in the game for about 43 seconds. That's his fourth foul. Here's Anthony putting up the first. It's no good. We keep on taking this ride, doing a lot of firsts in Exeter, Exeter basketball. So um, this, this is wonderful right now. Anthony puts the second up. That's no good. It bounces deep. Wildcats have it. Josh Smith with the dribble left to right. Kevin Sens fights through a high pick from Brubaker. Give it to Bardo. He goes by everybody. Opposite end of the glass, he scores. He's got 14. 140 to go. Exeter trying to break the press. Sens has it. And ultimately, as he comes across midcourt, Exeter calls timeout. Looking to see exactly what this is. It's a 30-second timeout, so we'll keep it right here. So... Ian, when we take a look at the scoring, of course, that third quarter played huge. Exeter outscoring Mechanicsburg 18 to six. And in this, just taking a look, 44, a 15 point quarter for Mechanicsburg. So they've ultimately shut down Josh Smith. Yeah. He went into the half with 14. 
and let's see, 17, 18, 19 now. They've held them to five in the second yeah, half. They, they, whatever adjustment that coach made after halftime, it really worked out because he was causing a whole heap of trouble in that first half, getting into the pain, penetrating, hitting those big old bombs. So I'm like, they made that adjustment. It worked, and, and all these guys start playing a whole lot better. Teddy Snyder brings it in to Kevin Sens. He's got the dribble. Bardo comes up on him. Sens still with the dribble. They try to get it away. Ultimately, they do, but then they throw it right back to Kevin Sens. Sens dribbling, and they're trying to foul him, and they're just not going to give him the call. Exeter throwing it around in the offensive zone. Dauble has it. Get it to Kevin Sens. Back to Dauble. He brings it out. Gets it over to Teddy Snyder. He just holds on to it. Gets it to Sens. Back to Snyder. Looks to dribble out of a double team. Get it back to Zion Paschal. Here's Teddy Snyder. He goes in with a drive. Can't get it to fall. The Wildcats rebound it. We're under a minute to go. Here's Bardo trying to drive. They let him go. He's short on the shot. Reese Garvin with the rebound. Outlets it to Kevin Sens. He's going to hold on to it. 45 seconds as he drives to the hoop. Ultimately, Pinsker is going to pick up the foul. He's been in the game for two minutes and one second, and he fouls out of the game. <laughs> well, you know, well, he earned, he earned his money tonight. So Exeter will be doing some substitutions. Jaden Ware, Andrew Bauer, Josh Terman, Devin Sheeran come on to a rousing applause. Zion Paschal, Reese Garden, Aiden Dauble, Teddy Snyder, they go off. Anthony Cachese had already taken his seat. Okay. Here comes Devin Nestor. Don't forget him. Reese with 21 and 9 today. Okay. Oh, absolutely that, unbelievable. You know, that's, that's an unbelievable game for him. You know, that's not just him. Big Anthony, Kevin, who I'm like, the second half for him was a whole lot better. Zion, as usual. Teddy came in to play. It's just, it's just, they all play well. Kevin's free throw rims in and out, no good. It was the first of a one-on-one, so the Wildcats have it. Get it to the top. Here's a jumper, no good. Andrew Bauer comes down with the rebound. He's pushing it up the floor. Ultimately, they double-team him. He gets it inside to Devin Sheeran, who thought about a slam, but it slips out of his hands. Here are the Wildcats on the other side. Put up a three. Andrew Bauer tried to get a hand on it. It ends up in Josh Terman's hands. Under 10 seconds to go. And friends, this team continues to break barriers. We're gonna give Devin Nestor a call. He was ready to come into this game, but they couldn't get a timeout or a stoppage of the clock. So we wanna add him to ultimately the final here. But we have played four quarters and Exeter comes out with the 66-49 lead. Ian and I will be back with post-game comments. After these commercial messages, you're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media.
playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Holy Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Holy Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Holy Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Now let's get back to the game of the Exeter Sports Network. Ian, we are back. Mannheim Township High School, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. An Exeter 66-49 victory over the Mechanicsburg Wildcats. And it was all about that second half. Outscoring Mechanicsburg. Let's take a look here. 38-21 on the heels of that 18-6 third quarter. Ian, we talk about halftime adjustments. The Smith kid, and we'll talk about this with Coach Ashcroft once he's able to join us. But 14 points in the first half. They made the right adjustments. Five in the second. And the Wildcats couldn't keep up. They could not keep up. And like he was causing trouble and he was getting in the paint and he was just causing driving, shooting, passing, and he was and he kept them in the game in the first half. And after halftime, whatever adjustment that was made with on the defensive end to keep him out of the paint, it worked. And then then everything started clicking for the Eagles. I mean, Zion started going. Kevin started going a little bit more. Even Teddy started shooting, and Reese just stayed hot. And, and, and Anthony just kept on going. So um, I'm really impressed with how the way the boys play tonight. Something Coach Ashcroft and the players have said while we've interviewed them throughout the season is that we're in shape. We're in better shape than they are come the fourth quarter. I wasn't quite sure how that was going to play out this evening because Mechanicsburg, they don't really play a deep bench. They go maybe six, rarely a seventh. So you're figuring maybe from a stamina standpoint, they can play with you. Exeter took him out for that exact reason. Exeter was just too strong in the end. Exeter was just too strong. Their defense, they came, that second that second period for Exeter, they returned the ball over too much. They, they didn't do anything. They didn't do a good job on the defensive rebound and end. 
and they kept them in the game. They kept on getting extra shots and extra shots. And when they came out in the second half, all those extra shots went away, and they, they start pulling away from, from um, uh, Mechanicsburg. The challenge that we saw when Mechanicsburg, Mechanicsburg put together a little bit of a run, ultimately, just like you mentioned, Exeter got a little flat-footed. They stopped boxing out. The Wildcats started getting a few more second and third chances, putting the ball in the bucket, getting to the line for one. And once Exeter regained that momentum and said, okay, you know what, we're not gonna let this happen, they became the aggressor and ultimately shut that down. Look at, they, Exeter was the better team. And all they had to do was just show and came out and show that they're the better team and that you cannot play on the same court with us. And the second half, that's exactly what they came out and did. I'm really impressed with them. We have coach, uh, the victorious coach, Matt Ashcroft, who will be joining us in the Exeter Sports Network booth shortly. Waiting for him to get the coveted Jerry Gelliff headset on. Not not many people other than Jerry get to wear this. This is prestigious. Jerry doesn't allow just anybody. It was me. Coach, congratulations. A fantastic win tonight. The first thing that we talked about is Josh Smith. We knew he averaged 15 a game. Goes into halftime with 14, hitting from all over the floor. Great adjustment at halftime. He comes out with five. Tell us your thoughts going into halftime. We wanted to make him work. You know, very similar to the Trey Groove, the kid from Mannheim Central. We wanted to make him work. Uh, boy, can he play. And this kid's a sophomore. Uh, so, we, again, we just wanted to challenge him. We wanted to make his life difficult. You know, we wanted to show on ball screens. I thought in the first half, we talk about different ways to guard ball screens. You can hedge, you can show, you can be flat. We were way too flat on those ball screens in the first half. He did whatever he wanted. And we wanted to, at a minimum, uh, you know, you can blitz a ball screen if you want to be super aggressive. We didn't blitz them tonight. We chose not to blitz because they have shooters all over the court. Mm -hmm. But a hedge or a show, we think that's a that's a perfect middle to kind of, yeah, we can't be too flat on those ball screens. He's too good of a player. That was our biggest adjustment, that when he comes off those ball screens, we need our big 44 in the middle to show, be a presence, make him think twice about turning the corner. That was the main adjustment we made. So, Coach, I'm like, that second period, I'm like, yeah. you guys are having a lot of problem with the offensive rebound, yeah. on, the, on the defensive rebound, and mm -hmm. they were getting a lot of offensive rebound. What adjustment did you make at halftime? <laughs> the adjustment was they made it, right? Our kids made it, and I'm proud of them. Uh, that was the first longer stretch, longish stretch, if that's a word, extended stretch of, in the last eight or ten games that we were outworked. They outworked us for the last six minutes mm -hmm. in the first half. That's a long time. That's almost a quarter of the game. And we said, guys, throw X and O's out for, one, for a minute. Just go out and play harder than them and just want it more. Because I don't think there was any – I mean, we were fortunate to be up one at halftime mm -hmm. on Cheese's mm -hmm. tipping because they outplayed us, they outworked us, and they outwanted it um, for the last six or seven minutes of that first half. So the adjustment was the kids made it. They realized, the heck with this. We're not going home. We're going to outwork these guys. Absolutely. I mean, Zion, Zion came out. I'm like, you only had three at halftime. Yep. And he came out really aggressive. Huh? I'm like, I, 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 like you just said, I'm like, I don't think he wanted to go home. Not yet. No, we want to play in attack mode. And, uh, you know, I, I, I know a lot of people say, well, why do you keep your guys in with foul trouble? <laughs> the, kid, the guy coached from St. Mary's, 
uh, I'm blanking on his name. They're in Gonzaga's conference. Mm-hmm. He has a quote for years. He, he's very criticized for keeping his players in with foul trouble. And his, his, he has two answers. He has two responses. Number one, I want to attack. I want to, be a, I want to be in attack mode. I want to go win the game, not play, not to lose. So if we take our guys off the court, then we're playing not to lose. No, we're going to attack. We're just going to maybe switch Zion on to maybe a less aggressive defender or offensive mm-hmm. player. And we did that. We switched him off of, off of Smith, which mm-hmm. ends zero. Zero and Smith, mm-hmm. because boy, could those guys play and turn the corner. So we switched him on to maybe got a guy that was a little bit more, not timid, but a little bit more less assertive on offense to maybe hide him a little bit because mm-hmm. he couldn't, he's too special to us, mm-hmm. right? And then, um, so that was, that was the one thing that we did. And then the other thing is offensively, we want to attack. We want to attack. We're not going to hold the basketball. And I thought we threw it inside really well in the second half. We got Cheese on the move. We threw some different stuff at him because he's gonna, he draws a ton of attention. And let's give our shooters credit. I think Reese had five threes. Mm-hmm. Teddy maybe the shot of the night. That was a five-point swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teddy gets fouled with a free throw, and Reese has the putback. Mm-hmm. What a great yeah. possession yeah. to end the third quarter. Yeah. So, cool. Coach, what's, what's the mentality of the players like? They come out in the third. Yeah. They outscore Mechanicsburg 18-6. Yep. What, what's the mentality coming out of that locker room? And, and who's taking charge and saying, look, guys, this is what we need to do? Um, I think every one of them. It's hard to pinpoint because out of our seven-man rotation, I know I sound like a broken record, but Aiden Dobble's the only underclassman. Mm-hmm. That's really special to have. So it's when you we keep saying it, but it's so true. It's there's nothing they haven't seen. Executive education. We blew a nine-point halftime lead, right? We learned from that. We what's what well, we want to play these teams. Springford. We went on the road. They're ranked one of the top teams in the state. We blew a halftime lead. So, I mean, these guys can refer back to that and say, we've played the best of the best. Reading, we blew two late leads deep in the fourth quarter, right? So they, now they have this. What, how do we need to flip the switch? We can refer back to, we were tentative, we didn't flash middle, we didn't pass fake, and we didn't look opposite. They're, they've been fantastic. So the adjustment that they make is, uh, really, um, it's, they've been through the fire already. They've already gone through the toughest games. We've been through it. They're experienced, they're seniors, they've been playing for three, four years, and they've had all these tough games on their schedule that has now prepared them for the postseason. You know, Coach, we you talk about the broken record. We go to scoring again. <laughs> yeah. Of course, Reese 21, Kevin had 11, Anthony 15, Zion 10, and then Teddy had 7. You can't just focus on Anthony, of course. that's That seems to be the idea of the opposition initially. We know that's not the case, and yet again, everybody shows up. I, I can't even say, how does that make you feel? Because you're like, you know what? And the kids know it. On any given night, yep. anybody yep. can do it. Anybody can beat you. And, and that's been our mantra. That's been our philosophy. It's let's go take quality threes. And boy, did Reese and Teddy take quality threes tonight because they put the clamps on them. I mean, they had two, three guys that they threw it cheese all night long and let's let's before you know let's be honest as a coaching staff how lucky are we to be able to coach our guys are skilled man i mean how many teams do you have that have seven guys that can dribble pass and shoot Mm -hmm. there's not many we have seven guys that can dribble pass and shoot i'll throw cheese in there right yeah listen hey yeah (laughs) why not the big man the big man has worked and and earned the right to 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 get a little bit of shooting in absolutely so you you get you get to move on to friday and to play uh uh, is um, it uh, was Peter's, it Peter's Township. Peter's Township. Yeah. Peter's Do you know Township. where it is? Uh, my guess would be Chambersburg or Altoona. Would yeah. be my guess. Yeah, I hope Chambersburg. So I yeah. can make the hotel. 
uh, I think Chambersburg's an hour closer for us, right? You know, so I'm like, yeah. this is, this is, these, these are first steps that yeah. these young men in this program has made in a very long time yep. to get to this point. I'm like, you got to be really proud of them. I am. And, and, you know, the last thing I'll say is I, life's all about experiences. Go find a way to manufacture enough points to, to have more points in the opposition at the end of the game so that you can go have another neat experience with your brothers on Friday night. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know what I mean? Go, like go, that. go earn another experience and go find a way to, again, our whole mantra the next couple of days is we're going to enjoy this. We're going to enjoy this maybe till noon tomorrow. And then at noon tomorrow, we'll turn the place to Peters Township and it's go find a way to experience the semifinals. That's, that's, that's been our mantra, you know. So, yeah, we're, we're just one day at a time, man. It's, it's been a lot of fun. It has been fun. Fans, we want to thank Coach Matt Ashcroft for spending some time Thanks, with Darren. us. He's got some kids waiting for him. <laughs> Appreciate all the coverage. But uh, yeah. and thank yeah, you guys. Yeah. Certainly, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Good luck, of course, as we move further into the playoffs. See you all right. Yes, sir. See you Friday. All right, Ian. What a game. One of those where a, a tough first half. Anthony comes through, as Coach mentioned, with that tip in, uh, the quick put back yeah uh, he played hot potato with it it fell one point lead at half and they 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 came out just as they have all season long and said we've got one more game to play they came out in that second half because it made me me a little bit nervous in the first because Josh Smith was getting anywhere he wanted to get on the court he was being aggressive he was attacking them he was shooting he was doing everything that he could do and he kept that team in the game but after halftime it's just like that defense, which is that, that's third quarter defense that we've been watching this whole playoffs. They come out in third, and we're like going to clamp everything down, and we're going to tighten everything up, and that's what they've been doing. Two points for Josh Smith in that third. Again, they held yeah. him to six points and ran away with it from there. An absolutely fantastic game. Yeah, he's a, he's a good young player, but when, when, you don't, when you don't see defense like this on a regular basis, it's hard. I mean, they were making him get a little bit extra in the first, but I mean, when that, that second half came, it was just like no more. And when you've got five, six, and seven guys who can play defense, it might be easy to get by one or two, but now yeah. they started playing team defense in that second half, made him work for it, and those shots weren't coming quite yeah. as easily. And, and, and Kevin played a whole lot better on the defensive end in the second half. He was letting him get to his spots too often in the first, but in the second half, he kept him out of those areas and played really solid defense. He absolutely did. And friends, we, we've talked about this before. We're so incredibly blessed to be able to call these games for you, to bring Exeter basketball to you. Yet another win, Jerry. We're going. Yeah. I'd like to say one more thing. Hey, thanks to our boosters, uh, the Cachesis, the Garvins, uh, the Teddy Snyder and his parents, and they've done a wonderful job helping this team, providing food and all kind of stuff. And, and to our cheerleaders for coming out and supporting the rest of the team. Absolutely. You know, absolutely great. They were out in force this evening. We absolutely heard them throughout the course of the game. How about the people of Exeter? They came out strong. They came I mean, out there very had, strong. There had to be 500 Exeter people here. I even saw people that went to St. Uh, Burke's Catholic. Came, some of our neighbors came from Burke's Catholic. We go. You know, their, their kids don't even go to Exeter anymore. They came out all the way out. So it's, it's, it's really, I mean, it's been a community, and it's, it's really wonderful to see. So let's see how far these boys can go. Absolutely. Incredibly special. Again, thank you, Penn State Health for sponsoring yet another game that we were able to bring to you. Again, thank you so much. We're, we're really grateful that we can share these games for individuals that may not be able to get out to them themselves. 
and it's been a fantastic ride, and we continue on. Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center, absolutely 100% heroes in providing us with the ability to continue this ride with these kids, which is, uh, God, Darren, how many times have we done this now? It's like we just keep doing it. It, we we talk about the sports renaissance at Exeter. It this really is the has era, been, brother. It really yeah. has been. It's been phenomenal to to see the level of talent that Exeter produces is really incredible. Yep. Absolutely, yeah. And and it goes, you know, from from the players to the parents and the coaches and the and the people who come to watch uh, up to athletic director Tom Legath up to Superintendent Christy Haller. I mean, everybody's in support. Everybody's getting it done. When they're packing two school buses to come out here, that's a big deal. Exactly. Well, friends, I think that is a wrap from Mannheim Township High School in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Your Exeter Eagles 66, the Mechanicsburg Wildcats 49. For Ian Kelsey, producer Jerry Gellif, I'm Darren Ziner. Thank you for joining us. I guess you'll see us, so to speak, Friday. Looking forward to it. Everybody have a great evening. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of PIAA Playoff Basketball on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at pennstatehealth.org. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gallup Media. Good night.